Welcome to Breakup Gaming Society, home of America's least responsible board gaming group. Present is your host, Colonel Hector Bravado. Um, do you miss the kids? I sure do, but the fact remains that uh, they're two hours away, and in uh, compliance with my aged parents' wishes to get COVID tested and sequester myself until Thanksgiving dinner next week, I'm, I'm stuck here on my own. The show must go on. Uh, although, I, I do have some, some fun surprises for you, including um, I'm, I'm going just insane enough to have, to have begun writing my autobiography. And I got a, a great opening line. That I think really kind of hits it on the head. Let's tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. I could breathe spruce tinged freedom as I left the confines of Colorado Springs and its increasingly Denver like landscape for the comparatively spacious and quiet charms of Southern Colorado. But little did I know, Trinidad would be my anal Vietnam. Only 125 pages to go. text reminding me of some of the funny things I used to say on the floor of a restaurant where I worked and was reminded of the king of them all, my uncle by marriage, John, who was a waiter and maitre d at the pump room in Chicago for a long time. And when he'd get the uh, big lunch groups of fussy old ladies would approach the table after they were plated and go, Ladies, is anything here okay tonight? Just a little way that he amused himself. And he said they, they never caught on. Uh, here, what's this? Here, what's this? Ah, that was the cork coming out of a bottle of George Dickel Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey Number 12, Superior Recipe. I have fond memories of this, and we're going to see if any of those memories are valid. Um, and owing to the fact that no one can be here tonight, and it's COVID, we're going to do our A, our first remote drink of the week, and also our first doubleheader bourbon drink of the week. I'm sitting here um, uh, down in Southern Colorado with my dickle, and the mom's is up in Denver, with her bottle of Basil Hayden. And we're just going to sip, compare notes, torment her like I always do. Drink of the week. Good evening. Hello and uh, welcome welcome back. This is uh, Breakup Gaming Society's Drink of the Week. And um, like I was telling earlier in the test, this is our first Double header bourbon tasting, Sounds ever. Exciting. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And our first. Basil Hayden. Yes. On so uh, on the on the Southern Colorado side, George Dickel, number twelve. On okay. the in the in the Denver hellscape side, <laughs> we're gonna have uh, Basil Hayden, and it's pretty simple, moms. All you got to do is oh, by the way, I'm your host, the Colonel Hector Bravado. You'll refer to me as the Colonel, and you, okay, and hope and hopefully you you and Robert are standing at attention while I'm talking. Um, Robert's watching Star Trek, but go on. That's in, technically insubordination, and we'll address it later. Um, here we go. So. Hey, by all means, I, ha- I have poured neat a little bit of the dickle, and um, I'm going to give you the Breakup Gaming Society toast. I'm raising my glass, and it says, may you fight long and well. Thank you. I raise my glass as well, which has about two fingers of Basil Hayden. Two fingers? Holy, that's like, uh, that's that's debauchery for you. Yes. All right, anyway, here's to you. Okay. Oh yes, so the reason the reason I brought mine on. Oh my God! Yeah, what? Uh, and, and we could compare impressions momentarily. I remember this being recommended to me by a friend as a great bourbon for the buy. You know, um, buy. Yeah, in terms of the, the magical intersection of price point and quality. Oh okay. Oh buy b u y. Yes. B y e. Okay, gotcha. Yes. So which are you talking about, yours or mine? I, hold on. I, um, I need more impressions. Hold on. Would... Huh. Yep. That's a nice bourbon. Um, um, I... mm-hmm. it's, it's, got, it's, got a, it's got a pretty, uh, like, very like, licory front-to-back burn on it. And, um, I, I, I can't, hmm, tell you what, I'm going to keep drinking and, and then maybe you can, I'm, I'm having, I'm having trouble nailing down it. Of course, every time I do open a bottle of Dickel number 12, I'm never disappointed. I'm just kind of at a loss right now to articulate what I'm getting here. I, I, you have the floor, you and, and your, okay. and your Basil Hayden. Well, I'm having the same problem with something on the front end. It's very earthy. It's almost, I keep thinking hedgerows or bushes or um, leaves. I mean, there's something very wonderfully earthy. Then there's a burn. Then there's a butter. And then the back taste. Hold on, I've only had two sips, so I need a bigger sample. Or you called impression. Um, Oh yeah, there's, there's going to be a, a lot of impressions gleaned on this end tonight. This uh, this is very complex, and there's something floral going on. God help me, I don't I don't know, but it, the 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 back end is a is a butter burn is a butter burn with hedgerow, and that's all I can do right now. Give me a couple more uh, sips. Oh, uh, that's no, that's nice. You don't understand the way these segments usually go. Is mm-hmm. also I'll put some back. I'll I'll basically say it's nice. Um, it's not bad for the price. Then uh, Jean are, are always says it warms your ears up, and then <laughs> and then HP always makes some metaphor involving an ashtray. As a matter of fact, 
um, and, and having to eat a cigar or something. So actually okay. what, what you just did was, was poetry. It's probably the best tasting notes on the show thus far. Nice work. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, get back into this dickle and see if I can't scare a sentence or two up. That's, you know, okay. equal to it. Hold on. When is the part you say something rude to me and then hang up? I don't know. You'll know when oh. you'll know when you're talking to dead air. Oh. It's no it's no fun if you see it coming. Oh, I okay. Um There's a spice that I can't name. I mean, first thought comes is cardamom, but that's insane. There's no cardamom in here. But there's something, it's, it's, in the, it's cardamom in the bushes. There's some magical Kentucky hedgerow going on. Magic. I'm very happy with this. I'm on my second finger. Very nice. Magical Kentucky head. You know, it's weird. Um, I'm not getting the pleasure from this that I got on, on previous tries, which is, not, huh. which is not to say I wouldn't drink. It's not bad. Um, it's just... It's it has a really nice balance of smoothness and and spice in, mm-hmm. in terms of you know sipping easily enough while kicking you enough to let it know that it's there. But everything I'm getting in between is kind of monochromatic, and that could be because of the fact that I'm sitting here with my my sinuses stuffed and and when they're not stuffed they're running like a sieve, and also yeah. the the fact that you probably have a better palate than me anyway because you haven't abused yourself your whole life like I have. I I have in different ways. But it's true, I have a fairly um, vivid set of taste buds. They're kind of the last to go. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Oh, well, uh, based on this, you know, we're going to have to have you on again. That was really well done. Um, oh, my God, am I famous yet? Yeah, it's not only that, but you've earned some more mic time. Uh, uh, for the first time ever, um, I, and I, I just want to make sure that both of my listeners know this. <laughs> It, I, I, you, you get to recommend a book we should be reading, or the book you're reading now, and, t- and tell us why you're reading it. What, what, what's, uh, what, what would be a good uh, book, liter- literary pairing with Basil Hayden? I don't know about the pairing. Um, I think any book that is in crap would be a pairing for this. English literature, because of the hedgerow thing, would be great. But I'm reading now that's so exquisite. It's by Michael Chabon, and he wrote Cavalier and Clay, but this is the Yiddish Policeman's um, Unit. Uh, you, you mentioned this before, and, and actually, yeah. on the yeah. strength uh, of my cousin Jake's just lunatic raving about it, I bought and read it, because he just wouldn't shut up about it, and it's a terrific oh. goddamn book. Well, you know, I, it, it's, it's marvelous, but... I don't know if I can recommend it to your two Gentile listeners. There's so much Yiddish in there, so many inside jokes. The humor is so Jewish and self-deprecating. I mean, once the detective blows his nose and it sounds like the um, one of the three sounds of the shofar, how in the hell would a non-Jew appreciate some of these metaphors? But I'm studying it in, with my rabbi study group, and it is... He's just crazy talented. Some of his sentences just make make me gasp. So I think maybe a couple sips of this bourbon 
between gasps would slow me down and make me love the end of the book even more because I haven't finished. Wonderful. And the name of that book, one more time, slowly. The Yiddish Policeman's Union by Michael Chabon, C-H-A-B-O-N. It's not Chabon? You know, I'm not I'm not sure. It could be. Anyway, uh, th- th- thank you for the uh, the good tasting. You know what? You did such a good job. I'm not even going to try my usual uh, send you to bed uh, with, you know, usually I know after you talk to me, you have to go get your Ativan because I'm such an asshole. But I, <laughs> quite frankly, th- this is this is this is exemplary exemplary work on your part. And I'll just say uh, thank you for joining us for all our listeners. That has been Drink of the Week. And check this out. No hang up. Um, thanks for participating. Bye, Mom. Um, nice job, Mom. So that was Drink of the Week. Uh, we actually did that first because uh, uh, the moms doesn't like to hear me drunk. She doesn't listen to this podcast. So I told her as long as you know we kept it, uh, you know, kept it nice. So I'm going to come back with Game of the Week. Adios. Game of the Week. Hello, everybody. It's the Colonel Hector Bravado. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, my Lord. Um, A lot's happened since I recorded the intro and the comparatively tame drink of the week with my mom. I got hypnotized by my own playlist and was talking to old friends, etc., etc. Several hours later, here I am drunk, ready to do game of the week. So this game was actually featured in episode two. But since then, um, I've determined that uh, El Pistolero has been deemed excommunicate traitoris. Also, um, I don't feel like we really brought it across. This kid is like one of the most charismatic, most funny people I've ever known. But every time I turned on that mic, he was a shrinking violet. So tonight, I am showing you the solo version of Space Hulk Death Angel, the card game. Um, The setup is this. It happens in the Warhammer 40,000 universe. Um, A few squads of Blood Angels Terminators. And uh, Blood Angels were a chapter of Space Marine. Terminators means they have the heaviest armor that the Imperium can design. They're all exploring an abandoned vessel and get set upon by gene stealers, which are some of the worst aliens Ever known, and uh, in in this uh, this game, I have uh, just just set it up. The neat part about it is is that uh, you can play it from with one to eight people. Kind of cool. So I have just drawn my uh, starting teams. Who uh, so you start if you're playing a solo game with only one player? That's me. You start with six marines. That's Three teams of two Marines each. Uh, I drew. Oh, Brother Claudio and Brother Goriel. Um, Brother Claudio is special because um, his Terminator armor has uh, he has double-fisted uh, lightning claws. He has a special ability. We can just like leap into piles of aliens and shred them. And then uh, my second team is uh, Brother Leon. Brother Leon has uh, an assault cannon, 
uh, and he and his brother Valencio, um, uh, an assault cannon is a basically a uh, a man portable Gatling that fires lots and lots of ordnance, but not necessarily dependably. And my third team is led by uh, what um, uh, Space Marines call librarians. Librarians in Space Marines culture are uh, not only keepers of the chapter history, they're also psychics. So my third team is uh, led by Lexiconum Calistarius and his brother Scipio. I have six Marines. My job is to fight my way through four rooms and then go to the final room and meet the, the, the wind condition. I'm pretty drunk. I don't know if it'll happen or not, but so, but, uh, however, out of, it's been a running joke there in, in the set I have, there are eight different squads of Marines you can draw, but, and they all have their ups and downs, but God help you. If you ever draw, uh, Gabriel, Gabriel, it's just really a piece of bad design. If you draw Gabriel, you're in for a hard run. But I didn't draw Gabriel, so I'm going to set up the game, and I guess we'll be back momentarily. Okay, we're doing a brief mic check to see if uh, I still have the mic set right from uh, from last time. Make sure we're coming across here. I'm completing the rest of this podcast sober. Drunk Colonel had a great time tasting bourbon and setting up the game and taking one turn. And as for the rest, oh, that was Sober Colonel's problem. Uh, here I am. I'm going to finish this damn game, narrate it for you. And we are going to have a track of the week because it's the law. Death Angel, situation report number one. My Marines have cleared the first room, the the landing room, which is uh, the void lock where they enter the craft and are immediately beset. Um, We managed to clear out of the room, uh, but at, at the cost of one of our better fighters, Brother Claudio and his twin power claws have fallen. He has a special attack where he can sort of leap to an adjoining position and just go berserk and clear out a whole column of gene stealers just going double-fisted with those claws. And uh, that worked, but if you roll a zero for the skill check, he dies. So, uh, Claudio, thank you for your sacrifice, and it's made the rest of it much harder. We are now uh, in the uh, room number two, which is called the Locomotivus. Um, several interesting things here, but I have five Marines left, and, and the battle's not lost. Stay tuned. Death Angel Situation Report. Um, We have gained the crew reclamation facility. 
meaning uh, we got through the last room, but at a terrible price. We lost uh, both Brother Goriel and Brother Scipio, meaning my column of six Marines is now down to three Marines, and we're on the third room. This usually means I'm circling the drain. Um, We've just entered the new room. We're going to set it up and see if we can fight our way through it. Um, if, If this turns out in our favor, it... It'll be a pretty remarkable comeback, but something tells me that the cold jaws of death are closing around us. We'll find out. Boy, did I call that one. So not seconds after the last situational report, I tried to execute a series of moves wherein uh, my orange team, consisting of Leon and Valencio, would try to at least get in better position uh, with with, with some maneuvering, and my uh, librarian, Lexiconum Calistarius, would hopefully roll well and unleash a withering psionic attack that would... uh, uh, you know, thin out the building swarms of gene stealers on either side of us. He didn't kill one. And uh, he died, Leon died, and now um, I am in room three or four with one Marine left and swarms of gene stealers on either side. That That's a wrap. Um, he'd probably die uh, in, in the next spawn. Um, uh, there's, there's, honestly, I've I've played this enough. To, there's no point in continuing, but that's life in the grim, dark world of Warhammer Forty Thousand. This has been Space Hulk Death Angel. So, uh, I, I get feedback from some of our early listeners that say sometimes they have a hard time picturing what's going on on the table. So, as of this episode, we're recording companion uh, videos for, on a, that you can find on YouTube for Breakup Gaming Society. And you can sort of get little narrated chunks of the action that sort of lets you, hopefully, if, if you want to know more about the games and, and how they play, you can, you can, watch, you can watch them uh, at certain intervals. And um, if nothing else, it'll, it'll put Holly Angora Polo and her husband to sleep. So that's something. Back soon with Track of the Week. Track of the week. So in the, uh, what I call the meatiest part of the golden era, which is about 86 to 88, there were a few acts that released freshman and sophomore efforts within that time and just did like a step change in between, either in the boldness of their production or the sophistication of their rhyming. Eric B. and Rakim was, were one of those acts. Um, you can never say anything bad about paid in full. But then not too long after comes Follow the Leader. A couple things happen when this album comes out. One, there is some just weird, murky, borderline spooky uh, production on this, and sometimes what it lacks for engineering polish, it more than makes up for just sort of like a flavor, flavorful anxiety of of the tracks. And one of my favorite examples of that is is the cut "No Competition" off "Follow the Leader." 
I think it was released around 88, I think. And, um, you know, it's Rakim we're talking about here and, and Eric B. So fuck it. Here you go. Exhibit A. I remain at the top like the sun And I burn whoever come in the chambers of torture I caught ya, you should have bought ya Neighborhood to support ya No one in my path can withstand Under pressure the wrath of a swift man You name the day, the grounds to be neutral Speak your peace, the feel is mutual We can go topic from topic whenever I drop it You know there are no shortage of solid Battle slash boast rhymes Being delivered on great albums all across this era, but when you hear Rakim do it, with that patience, that gravelly assassin's voice, and that confidence, it's it's not like you're... What he projects, it's not like you're battling an MC, but some sort of cosmic consciousness that transcends you, and you can no more battle him than you can battle the very stuff of the cosmos. The alphabets less communicate when I translate the situation straight. No dictionaries necessary to use. Big words do nothing but confuse and lose. From the first step, my concept is kept. To the end of the rhyme, it get more depth. All thoughts I come across, my mind's a source. Made by the R core. Seven holes in my face as I'm looking out my window. Speak with the beat, and it seems like the wind blows. Through the speakers, I hear it, so pump this. And we can fill up the whole circumference with competition on an impossible mission. Coming up with nothing, keep fishing. No runner up, just so there you go. There you have it. That was sample selection number two from the track of the week. No competition by Eric B. and Rakim off their astonishing Follow the Leader album. Hey, uh, it's just about time for an outro. Quick minor parting promotional note before I let you go. And that is go on Spotify. Um, Glix Fagor, the executioner. Or is it Glicks Fagor the Impaler? Neither way, it's pretty badass. Uh, helps Drunkle, that's me sometimes, uh, maintain my slowly building list of 100 essential hip-hop tracks. Um, and uh, it's it's on Spotify. I think it's called Drunkle's Essential 100 or something. I think it's a public list. Check it out. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's me just crate digging in my brain for some of my favorite relics of the golden era and um uh maybe you'll enjoy it in either case thanks for uh thanks to the moms for coming in and showing me up uh, on the drink tasting probably have to have her back again that was pretty good shit moms good job and uh thanks to eric b and rakem for being geniuses thanks to death angel for once again showing me the futility of being a solo gamer and uh may you fight long and well Damn it with the metronome. Why is it default to the fucking metronome? Shut up. Shut up. Time. Thank you, bitch. Anyway. Call mom's home. Call mom's home. Who is your mom? Oh, we're going to do this again, huh?
call mom's home? Who is your mom? She's a fucking whore that lives in Denver. I mean, hold on. Don't start with me. Pull her out of my fucking contacts. Useless. Saying, like, call mom's home. Who is your mom? My mom is called Moms and My Contacts. Sorry, say the name of the contact or say cancel. The name of the contact is Moms. Here is some information for names for mom and contacts. Here's a summary from First Cry Parenting. Contact nicknames for mom. Admiral, Anchor, Big Boss, Big Mama, Birth Giver, Boss Lady, Candy Floss, Chief, and more. Wow. Wow. Okay. Just new vistas of uselessness. Okay. What's... Ring. 